hey guys <laughs> no like you never really know how to start these things like yeah. what is like i remember one time i sat down and i tried to record a youtube video and like the actual act of recording it was fine <laughs> the idea to create and say an intro seems so corny hello guys hey guys yeah welcome I, to episode 77 i was gonna say we've for a couple episodes i think we've just unconsciously stolen uh the fantasy footballers uh the welcome in i don't know i i stole it i guess apparently yeah. um well that's another thing dude it's hard to not steal somebody else's intro because you're so used to hearing it yeah if you listen to it like I mean, with them putting out like a pot a day too. It's nah, I mean, the moment that we start going, oh, I'm coming, <laughs> that's when you know we're fully biting. Yeah, and I mean, if you guys can't tell, we're obviously uh, in much higher spirits than some of the last episodes when um, there was obviously a much more serious tone coming off what was uh, the longest losing streak, I believe, um, in history of the club. And then also, not only that, but losing by uh, three in each game has also never happened so you know some would say the worst three game stretch in club history um oh i mean yeah based on statistics purely yeah um but i think you know when you look at a lot of those games um i mean from a perspective like ours and and a lot of people uh there were good moments in all of those games obviously right. we had the the Chanel banger and we had um uh, even the first half of that whole charlotte game we were dominating that game and then you know there were moments in the the two prior too where not it wasn't all bad to the point where it's like right. you know we through through the seriousness of our last three episodes it was always laced with right we're in the playoffs well, we're good and that that was our overarching message right and i also think this i believe this episode's a twofer after yes. the midweek game too mm-hmm. so we haven't even touched shared our thoughts on the midweek game um but I mean, just just in general, um, kind of glossing over the, that three game stretch. That was, I mean, it's terrible to go through. Not saying that we're completely out of the woods. I mean, it was a Chicago team that really kind of rolled over and didn't really offer much mm-hmm. for for majority of the game. Uh, so I'm not saying we're out of the woods or we're back or anything like that. I'm not going to be that guy. The same way I wasn't going to be the guy that was like, we're dead and we're done and all of our guys are toasted mm-hmm. and, you know, certain players can't score and they can't, they lost their touch. Um, I wasn't going to be that guy either. It's just, it is what it is. It's a season and there's going to be ups and downs. I, I think that's basically the best way I can put it. Yeah. And I, I actually didn't even realize that we haven't talked about Charlotte. So maybe we can do. Um, a little bit about that. Obviously, to me, the the takeaway was uh, we're about to drive 12 hours to see that same matchup, yeah. except in their home, yeah. uh, which arguably is way better for them. Um, so that that was really my thing. I was like already prepping for like a month <laughs> from now, just being tired, exhausted, really, and just like yeah going to see an L. I don't feel that bad anymore after, you know, this game that just happened, and uh, I think there's a ton of reasons to. I think uh, I tweeted it out, like, everybody basically tonight did well. Yeah. Uh, There was nobody that you could look at and be like, that guy let us down today, or if that guy had done more, we would have scored more goals. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Hebert, when he came on, he really really didn't show that much in that chance. I wish he would, like, it showed his age that he wasn't able to make separation, at least get a better chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just nitpicking at towards the end, to be honest. Yeah, after I sent the tweet, the one thing I thought of was I should have 
maybe said all the starters because right. the only guy that did come to mind was Hebert. Yeah. Um, and like you said, with that chance, you know, it doesn't help when some of these younger guys start to start to heat up. Um, and and they did. I mean, GP doing his best Chano impression. Yeah. <laughs> to to rip that weak foot from way outside of the box. That was that was great. It was entertaining. It got it got me. Because up to that point, I was kind of watching the game with my eyes closed almost in the sense of like, uh, I really don't want to sit here and watch another L. Like, I don't want to see another performance like that. And then uh, that goal just kind of brought the juice. And there was just a feeling with that goal that I just thought, okay, we're we're actually going to go on and do this thing. Yeah, I mean, they had a few chances early where, you know, if if it had gone the right way for them and they went up 1-0, I could have seen... um, the boys and obviously the fan base falling into a, a complete doomsday. I think, I don't know though, because when I think Ian said it on the broadcast too, is there was a different feeling with this game where I, I mean, hindsight, you know, it, it'll back up whatever you want, want it to. But uh, I felt like we were going to do something just for right. no for no reason. I mean, there was right. nothing really to make us think that we should, um, but they felt up to it. I mean, maybe it came from, um, some of the leadership that we saw from Sean in that press conference, and right. I think he even, you know, not I'm not saying he saw anything that we've ever talked about, but he spoke to people uh, that share the same mindset as us. Is you know we went through something last season, that means we can do it this season. Yeah. And Sean basically came what, out and just dunked on us. Yeah, that, which is funny because as I was watching, I had the same exact idea. Yeah. I was like, when can I remember that that like. <laughs> players and uh, Ian Joy and, and uh, the uh, I, I keep forgetting this name. Oh, Joe? Joe, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, I keep wanting to call him Michael for some reason because of all the other Michaels. <laughs> yeah. um, even them, like having them talk about points that we've brought up before, I was like, when? I can't remember ever seeing or hearing that. I'm not saying it's directly us. It could have been. There's I'm sure a, it there's was a, a bunch ton of, of Yeah, there's a bunch of different people, you know, echoing the same thing, but um you know, it just, I was like, I've never experienced where someone like directly is talking about what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's a weird moment where I was like, ah, oh, dude, I kind of got to check what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't want to be that guy. But I think he addressed it in the perfect way. Um, you know, because he he addressed the fact that he did not believe in the fact that that was true. And I think in a way he lit a fire under the guys. And I'm sure that was a small segment oh, sure. of what he's preached to them endlessly like every day in the locker room every day in the training field and you know that's the type of thing that sean i think needs all the credit in the world for because you know as a captain we've always talked about him and how there's other options that we think also make sense um but to see him do that and then for it to come through on the field too it's like thank god we have a sean back there and i think his leadership whether he he's doing more now because he feels that we need it or it's just it's in our blinders, so like we're paying more attention yeah. to it. But like, his leadership shone shined through today oh, for on sure. the field. But I would almost argue it had to. Like mm-hmm. it was to a point where we were, um, you know, not we. I would say other parts of the community were going heavily at our attackers and our midfield and saying that they were not good enough. They were not creating or finishing the chances and stuff like that. It was very, very much, you know, attack the attackers. On, on Twitter and in these spaces and everything like that 
where I was personally sitting there thinking, okay, this is 100% on the defense. The defense is giving up too many chances and conceding on those chances. And if we just organize that defense, make less mistakes, Mm -hmm. we're going to start winning games. We're going to be putting the ball in the back of the net. It's deflating when you concede. Yeah. Um, So I was kind of putting it on, hey, Sean, like you need to get that defense back together. You're not only the captain, but you're the leader of that defense. You're the one, you know, calling the shots back there. Yep. Um, Especially when you have Collins kind of out and, you know, different defensive lines like you are really the guy back there that should be you know organizing this thing and it's not organized um Mm -hmm. and so seeing that today and seeing you know less defensive mistakes not conceding um a clean sheet to kind of get the morale back i thought it was perfect it was it was absolutely necessary but it it was great to see yeah i think i just thought of this but it's even more impressive we did this without an alfredo Without a maxi, you know, without these have been, yeah, without a Keaton. We've forgotten, too. We've not had Keaton for how long? A long and time. And how important that is to our team. Mm-hmm. And people have kind of glossed over it. Yeah. The same way that the national team glosses over him as a human being. Yeah. And, um, dude, that's in, that's hugely important. I feel people kind of write off uh, how, like, detrimental that is because we were able to do it without him last year. So right. it's like we're kind of the same we baseline kind of right now for him though yeah it was, it was like an idea of we're fighting for um keaton and we're fighting for tenor home oh my favorite thing have you seen the pictures um in the locker room like every game they have keaton's jersey and then uh i don't know what word is on i think they might rotate like they might have a few custom ones but it has like some kind of word on it like grit hard yeah. work so it's like keaton 55 hard work like each game in like they, they bring it around with them like in the away locker rooms it's always in like every locker room picture and it's like that's the type of thing you, you know you really have to do and i'm sure you know maybe it's something that they did last season and we just didn't pick up on it but it always seems like in sports when you have something to fight for bigger than just your team that you're fighting for and we just lost the light here um <laughs> <laughs> uh you know the guys you know, it's bigger than soccer sometimes, so that shines through when right. you're playing. Yeah, unironically gonna... shines through. He might be yeah. All right. Well, that ring light's made it through like a year and a half <laughs> yeah. of constantly being on. So, um, tease and peace. Tease and peace to that. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think, in the, and then also before this game, obviously we go and uh, sign Pellegrini through waivers. That's massive. I think. Um, for anybody who was before, you know, upset with our attacking options and um, what they were putting out, I think that would 100% make you happy. If it doesn't, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. And this this kid's 21, which I haven't. I mean, just generally, I haven't seen much talk about you know what this could mean to the team and and things like that on Twitter. Um, but Ian today, I think, said something super important. It's like bringing in a kid. You know, that's young like that, 21, like the rest of the guys that's in an attacking position, that lights a fire under the rest of them. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, if it wasn't enough that we bring in somebody as talented as GP to light a fire under a Tiago and a Tales, now we have a second guy. And that, in a way, says, like, we're not sold on any of you being the guy right now. Right. And, like, so we're going to bring this dude in and give him a chance and, like, he might uproot he, your position in the squad. He so. may be the new top. Like, he could be whatever he wants I to mean, be. If he takes the opportunity. Argentinian, 
just saying. Like, there's I'm a lot saying. of opportunities there. And we're going to have to keep an eye on this, but apparently his number previously was number 11. So I'm very, very interested to see. That'd be weird to see midseason. Yeah. I would want him to take, like, a 42 or something, you know, just to start and do the Santi where you perform and then But would somebody even number. say anything to him or not allow I that to like happen? Midseason, you can't. I don't know. Like, that's just weird to me. You can't. You got to take a 42. Yeah. I was just going to say number 11 and Argentinian. He could be he could be something. something. Somebody tweeted uh, that meme. He's like, I'm once again asking you to turn an Argentinian <laughs> winger into a number nine. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, I don't know if it was either. Because it, it kind of looked like they were almost interchanging up there mm. with um, Tiago and Tales today. They were kind of just, you know, whoever was in that position was taking that spot. It seemed to me that, I mean, I could be completely wrong. I've seen things horribly wrong before. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really seem like either of them were, were playing distinctively the number nine. Mm-hmm. It kind of seemed almost like, you know, interchanging parts. I don't know how you saw it. Yeah. No, I wonder if that, I, I would assume that's probably instruction that they've gotten. And I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, it depends, because I know Talis wants to be the number nine, like 100%, a mm-hmm. true number nine. Um, that's his desire. But, I mean, if you can get away with kind of fooling the defense and, and creating chances based on, you know, one minute you have Tiago, who you have to account for pace, and the next you have uh, Talis, you have to account for everything all at once. Yeah. Um, that kind of messes with the defender's head. So maybe that was an instruction from Nick Cushing. I mean... I have no idea, but it, I think it worked. I think I want to see that again. I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't go with Hey Bear, not not to hate on him, but I just think you know he needs the fire under him, and if that's going to be Talos coming in and taking his spot, then that's that's what it is. Yeah, and I think he maintains a little bit more of like a leadership role in the team as opposed to like a right in every everyday starting eleven kind of guy, especially considering who we have. Um, and that's really what makes Sean's leadership even more impressive is we didn't have those guys in each part of the field that function as a leader. You know, typically we would have, uh, it'd be Hebert in Tati's absence or Tati up top. We'd have right. Maxi to sort of manage the midfield. And Sean always, I mean, almost everybody in our defense is right. a leader, whether it's Tinnerholm or Collins or Cheneau or Sean. But, you know, we didn't have that. And obviously I think we kind of, paid for it a little bit because Santi obviously got that stupid yellow again um, and he's going to be out of the next game for it so yeah. the midfield gets thinner uh, which you can't imagine happening. I mean, but are you angry with having to see more GP? No, no, absolutely not. angry with like, Maxi back in his position? I don't, I don't know. Like, no. I'm not angry at it. At and, maybe t- and maybe, you know, Santi needs a game off to I don't know. Like, I hope we do well without him, and that, you know, might ignite a further fire right. underneath him to be like, they did good without me in the squad. Like, what does that show right. pushing? Right. But I also think, I don't know, the, the reaction to Santi, specifically in the last uh, game, where uh, obviously, I mean, we, we lost to, Sh- uh, to Charlotte. That's not, and nobody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. But there were a few of his shots and chances and for the free kick and things like that that were so close to going in had they gone in he would have had an amazing game and then the game before off the post and stuff right so like he i feel like he was just unlucky and then other people saw that as like dude he's terrible and i'm like uh, although in this I'm game it, it built it. up to a goal and an assist and right. i believe uh somebody could call me out if i'm wrong but i believe he's tied for first or second in uh goals and assists combined in the league 
which when I, I saw that, it. that, I mean, obviously out of the two of us, I'm less in on Santi than you. And I've been vocal about it on the episode I for sure. I would say that, that <laughs> I've told you before, Santi's your new Medina. <laughs> yeah. But he is, I mean, if producing if, way higher. If there's truth behind that, or even if he's like, if he's third in the league yeah. on that, I mean, that's insane and who knows how many because uh, i know he's higher in assists than goals who knows how many of those assists were a product of tati you know right. burying them but i mean goal and assist today he's still doing it um, right so yeah i mean that surprised me i guess maybe i need to give him a little more credit than i typically do yeah and um you know i just think that uh we finally finished our chances today mm-hmm. we defended well we stayed together uh, Nick Cushing even was off the bench and getting it yellow. I think this is this is exactly the way that we want this team to be performing. If that continues, I I see us going on a deep run mm-hmm. and winning more games uh, leading up to the playoffs, and you know not just being a one round Nancy. Yeah, and when it comes to all the teams I like, I much prefer the underdog mentality. It's way harder to go in every game as you know expected to be the team to win right. because no matter what like you don't really get the credit if you win like you, right. you're supposed to do that and if you lose you really screwed it up so either way you're kind of screwed um so i guess you know breed some some underdog mentality there um we have orlando coming up this weekend like we said no santi um almost no Acevedo. yeah i mean and he was in, him and hack in in those that deep lying midfielder role both of them i mean I feel like sometimes we forget that Acevedo is as young as he is because he's carved out a role in our team right. uh, for so long. I mean, for like two years, he's demanded a right. starting spot. And, you know, he's so good. It's been, if we don't have a CDM spot for you, we're going to find a center back spot for you. If we don't right have back, that, we're right. going to find you a right back spot. Um, and, you know, that's a, a kid that's been doing his thing for a little while. Right. And even seeing Justin Hack from going from you know, dominating Hartford Athletic Games in the mm-hmm. midfield and really establishing a presence there and then bringing it over to the NYCFC2 team and showing what he has there and then, you know, getting the chance in the first team and actually taking it. Yeah. And, um, you know, mistakes here and there, but he's so young and these are his first opportunities. Like, of course, it's going to happen. I thought he was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got it done with him. So, I mean, that, that will only build on uh, his confidence, his confidence and, and everybody else's. So, um, Orlando on the weekend, it'll be a tough game. They obviously, regardless of where the two of us, Orlando and New York, are on the table, every time we play, it's like you might, we might as well be at the same level. The same exact, yeah. Uh, so, hope for the best there. Obviously, another away game um, in this little stretch of away game. So, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, uh, I could see anything happening there, so I I, I won't even call it. Um, mm-hmm. But we're hoping for three points, at least get out of there with a point, and um, yeah, go on to the go on to the next week, bigger and better things. Yeah, I'm glad there's no midweek because, uh, I mean, it was going to be a lot for those boys. I yeah, think. Yeah, and me- mentally, mentally, even for us to keep mm-hmm. up with it is like, you know, give us a break a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it's <laughs> When it's three losses in a row, it does start to really uh, chip Just, away at your mental. Getting up like, for work on Monday is not as... Yeah. Uh, as or on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's the yeah. episode. So if you... <laughs>
<laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, please see you guys later, I guess. Um, now, if you, if you guys have made it this far, uh, you know, do the normal. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Um, Potentially, anywhere. I was going to say big, different studio news coming up. Who knows? Not yeah. setting any expectations. I would just say, but. you know, if you're a fan of us, like a true, real fan of us, or you're a friend of us in the community, or anything like that, just uh, keep your fingers crossed for us, and hopefully yeah. we'll make it through this process on top. That's that's part of why I wanted to record it today, because you know there's too many, yeah, there's too many emotional things that could happen tomorrow that could take away from the episode <laughs> if we record after the fact. So I didn't want to ruin any good vibes, you know, coming away from this 2-0 win. <laughs> you know the, um, and not to waffle, I know the editor's going to hate me, I'm sorry. Slap my wrist next week. Um, but there's a meme where it's like, you know, a guy's sitting there with his girlfriend, she's watching like a, a true crime show, and it's like, <laughs> his legs were cut off, his arms were cut off. I, I just picture that. I don't know that. No. no. <laughs> I, someone out there will know it. I just picture us tomorrow, and it's like, the basement's broken, <laughs> the foundation's crumbling. <laughs> so uh, keep your fingers crossed, and uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us anywhere you get a podcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.